Hey, good people. This is Arthur Tool, and you are a part of the Restart Podcast. So I'm here to talk to you and, and teach you and share with you just everything that I've learned, the highs, the lows, the in-betweens, and then bring on people who've done similar. They've reached that place called success, and they just want to come back and share it with you because I have one goal in mind and just one. I want you to avoid the unnecessary mistakes and to go all in on yourself and go after the proven path to being successful in business. It, success in business is not hard. Create something that is of value to people, that they want enough to pay for it, work really hard at it, and then spend the rest of your time making them aware that your value, your solution exists, okay? So what I wanna do is start today is about talking to you just a little bit about my past, how I came here, and the three biggest lessons that once I learned it, I was able to grow a business from zero to over a million dollars in revenue inside of 14 months with no debt. But I had to have a lot of mistakes along the way. All right, so let's get started. So I was, you know, as you already know, I was in the military 11 years. I did all that, um, enlisted, and I was off the side. I was in the infantry, um, did that, left, and then went, it, went into banking. And Ended up at USAA, and I can say this, USAA is by far like the best company I have ever worked for in my life, outside of my own, right? And when I say the best, I mean the culture was amazing, the pay was amazing, the people were amazing, we were serving a real need, right? In the last year though, everything tastes the same, everything looked the same, you know, I get up later, go to bed later, and I, and I realized that my soul was just dying by being there. And I couldn't understand why, because it truly was an awesome organization. Like the leadership was awesome, but my, my purpose was not tied to that entity any longer, right? And so I did what anybody else would do. I took the leap, right? And I took the leap without a plan, just a gut saying that, hey, I'm going to make it. And you know what happened in six months? I went through all my retirement savings, went through all my, uh, my entrepreneurial savings. Right. And so the first business died. The second business was a variation of the first, had some customers, but I didn't know how to price the product. And so I didn't price it well enough to to draw enough people so that I could take care of my household. So that died. And the third business I mean, it was the total disaster of all disasters, right? Ended up losing over $279,000 of not just my money, but other people's money. And then because at, and it was, I was trading for them and I didn't want to, but, you know, it was people that I knew and each of them had a story of how they needed help and all this other stuff. And I wanted to teach them, um, but it just didn't work out that way. And so I ended up losing everything. And so when I say everything, I mean house, cars, all personal effects, like we have nothing from when I first got married because it was all auctioned off, right? And then, because, you know, once I lost it, I told everybody, right? I told everybody that I lost it. I made a promise that I'd repay because, you know, I felt like it was my fault. The government got involved and fortunately, you know, um, ended up with me just settling. And since I had already been paying the people back, they just made me pay them back. And then, you know, obviously stopped trading. And then they gave me an additional $200,000 worth of fines. Now, that I could live with. What was really bad was that this settlement was made public, right? And so imagine you're on your third business failure. You hadn't had consistent revenue in years at this point. 
you had some successes, but you had some failures. And now with, you know, this kind of noise about your name, nobody wants to work with you. Nobody wants to do business with you, but you still got miles to feed. And that's where I was. And truth be told, I would have checked out if it wasn't for, you know, having people that would depend on me. I would have just been done. Right. Because I went from a great living by being an employee. And then I took this leap because I believed this is what I was supposed to do. And now I'm sitting here, me, my wife, I kids are living in one bedroom in my sister's house. Right. And that's how bad it was. And then she ended up having to leave and go, you know, go to Maryland. And now it's just me trying to figure it out. So but the story doesn't end there. So you don't have to worry. I don't want you to feel sorry. The good thing is, you know, the attorneys there at the government, um, you know, they stopped there at the settlement. They didn't do anything else. And I, and I believe it's because they they saw my intentions and they saw that I told people that I had the losses. I don't know. I'm not going to speak for them. What I do know is that I'm grateful um, for the experience. And now, you know, I've learned some things that, you know, you don't do. And from that, you know, I sat down and I was like, all right, God, what do you want me to do? And he was like, go teach. So I said, okay. So then I ended up building the school, ended up hiring some people to come work for me and applying all the lessons I learned from the failures into the school. And like I said, in 14 months, we had grossed over a million dollars in revenue. Right. And that's because I started building the system and started putting things in place. And so that's what I'm going to share with you. So I know you like, well, what are some of the tips and some of the lessons? So the very first one, and this is the one that you got to get if you're going to call yourself a business owner, not not just an entrepreneur, not just someone that's self-employed, but but a business owner. Learn how to communicate in the hard times. Right. It's easy to go around telling people you got the best product. Right. It's really easy to do that because, you know, that's part of marketing. But. If you tell your customer you're going to deliver the product on Friday and then you realize on Thursday it's not going to be until Monday, do you tell them that immediately or do you wait? Right. And if you wait, that's bad. Right. Communication, communication, over communicate. Like when stuff goes wrong, you're the boss. You're in the top spot. So you got to be the one that says, hey, listen, I said I said this It's actually going to be that. Here's why. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm telling you, if you do this, it'll save your life, right? One of the things that helped me when I lost the funds is that I communicated to the people that I lost the funds, right? I wasn't made to, to tell people. I just did because that was the right thing to do. And that ended up helping me later. So always, always make sure that you're communicating in the bad times. And I know you're probably saying, like, this is real simple. If it was so simple, everyone would be doing it. But people don't. Right. People, when they get bad news, they, they don't you know, they don't want to share. They kind of hide it. Like, you know, in a relationship, you be in a relationship with somebody and you don't want to be with them anymore. But you don't tell them immediately because you don't want to hurt their feelings. And that just makes the situation worse. And that's the same thing in business. If you don't address the problem immediately, then the more time you wait, you're going to have to not only address the problem, but address the, the new problems that came from the original problem. And you're going to have to explain why you waited. So always, always, always communicate effectively, honestly, transpa with transparency and quickly. Like it will save your life. The numbers, the, the number two one is um, one of the things I realized that got me into like all the, the failures that I had in the beginning is that I was trying to save everybody. Like if you came to me with a problem, then, you know, I would adjust what I was doing to fix that problem. Right. Which is how I started trading for people. My original goal was to only trade for myself and my house. I had just uh, wrote a book, published a book. 
And, you know, Danette was just getting into a photography and that's where we were going to go. A, f- a friend of mine, well, you know, I called him a friend then was like, hey, I'm in a real bind. Can you help me? And I was like, I can teach you. And, and through all that, you know, he was like, no, just do it for me. And that's how the thing got started. And then other people start saying the same thing. You know, I didn't even charge people because I didn't care. I just wanted to help. But sometimes the best way you can help somebody is by not giving them anything, right? I mean, have you ever had that person where, you know, they're always coming to you for advice and you're giving them the same advice, but they don't listen? Or you got that person that's like, you know, can I get $50? Can I get $100? Can I get $200? And every time you give them, they say, I'm gonna give it back, but they don't. Or whatever they were borrowing the money for, it's always still the problem. But some, sometimes the best thing you can do is to let them fall. Right. Had I said no, instead of saying yes, they would have figured it out. Right. And it's not their fault. It's not their problem. It was me. I was trying to save everybody and I moved the business around to help people. Right. You can't do that. You you serve the segment you're supposed to serve and everyone else. Let them go help somebody else. Let them go be helped by someone else. You know. I'm a Christian, so most of my stories and my, my understanding is going to come from the Bible. Even when Jesus was alive, right, he came and helped the Jews, right? That's, that's who he came for. It was after he, you know, was crucified and he was resurrected, then it became open to everybody, right? Because he knew his purpose, right? And so you got to make sure if you're going to walk down this path as an entrepreneur, who are you serving? And everyone else, refer them out. I don't care if they're going to sit there and say, I'll pay you two grand, 10 grand, 100 grand. If they're not your segment, if they're not your target, let them go. Focus on your craft. Now, you can always pivot, but pivot for the right reasons, not because you're trying to save everybody. And then that leads me to the last thing that I learned. So in the first three businesses, you know, I was all over the map. You know, I was an author. I was trying to build, you know, a class and I was trying to trade and I was trying to do coaching and all these other things because everybody was saying you're good at these things. Right. But when all that losses happened and I started business number four where I was teaching, I went all in on that. I did nothing else. I, I ate, slept and worked on school. Right. And it was in that focus that the business boomed. Right. I had just as many rejections in that business as I had in all the others, but I was all in on it. I had just as many meetings where I wanted to meet with this key person and that person didn't show up or that person blew me off. And, but I kept going. And then what I realized was that, you know, if you commit to one thing all the way, go in it for five years and it's a real need that people have, it's almost impossible not to be successful, right? I'm telling you this because this is what I know. All right. So let's go back. Make sure if you're going to go down this path, effectively communicate the good and the bad. That's one. Two, make sure that you're not trying to save everybody. You're in business to serve a certain segment and then make a profit. And that is a good and noble thing. Everybody else, let someone else serve them. And then the last one, focus. You got to got to be focused. Right. Commit to focusing on your idea and your idea alone for the next five years, okay? So, and I don't mean the product, I don't mean focus on the product for the next five years. I mean, focus on the value that you're bringing. So for Meg Relief, Meg Relief is an all natural pain relief solution, right? So for those, 
who need all natural pain relief options. I'm serving them. Notice, I didn't say I'm focused on Meg Relief. Meg Relief is the product. I'm focused on the people who need an all natural solution. So I may have to change Meg Relief to Meg Soak, Meg Bomb, Meg Tea, who knows? But the solution that I'm trying to do is an all natural pain relief. And I'm going all in on that. And I'm, all this other stuff that I'm doing is to provide you with the lessons that I've learned and so that you can watch the journey as I build Megrily. So you can see that I'm not just talking to you, but I'm doing what I say I'm, uh, and I'm telling you in Megrily. Got it? All right. That's it for this one. I, I Listen, listen, I want to make sure that you're successful. And so I'm going to try to hit you in all the outlets that I know possible so that you can, what took me seven years to figure out, you can do in one. Because if you got the value, you got the grit, all you need is a blueprint, and I'm going to be there for you. All right? That's it for episode number one. See you on episode number two. Make sure you share this with somebody who is getting started or who needs to restart. All right. Love you guys.